All I've Ever Known is How to Hold My Own, written by Literally Literary, read by Victoria Rose Black. Prologue. When she looks in the mirror and all she can see is cheekbone, hip bone, thigh cap, the dip in her collarbone, the hollow of her cheek, and the perfect foot beneath the delicate curve of a slim ankle. When she can face her own eyes in the mirror and smile, she faces the world with a sneer. The sneer is a weapon, a tool, a bulletproof vest. The arch of her eyebrow is her sword and shield. On these days, she's unstoppable, a queen, the ruler of her corner of the world. She's as confident as only teenagers can be. And then there are days when she looks in the mirror and sees only the softness of her stomach, the stretch marks, small but bright silver, marring her hips and breasts, spell-resistant and permanent. Magic can only do so much, can only smooth the skin from further damage, and Madame Pomfrey tells her it's a natural sign of growing up, that all skin stretches, and looks at her with pity and tells her to eat something. She doesn't eat that day, or the next, or the next, until dinner when a withering glare from the man of her dreams shames her into a handful of veg and a slice of a green apple, which earns her an eye roll, but no further comment. She goes to bed hungry every night after an excruciating routine of potions and spells and charms carefully curated to make her beautiful, a routine she doesn't share with any of her dorm mates, not even Daphne. Her ice-cold beauty is a closely guarded secret, and Pansy Parkinson is nothing if not an expert in secrets. Her infatuation with Draco Malfoy is no secret, but it's also not entirely the truth. It's a half-truth she allows others to see, makes her inhuman, makes her unassuming. She's constantly underestimated, ignored as just a pretty face. She's lost track of how many secrets she's overheard at her father's dinner parties just by sitting very still on chases or sofas or laps. Vacant expression on while ignoring wandering eyes and hands in favor of just listening, learning, and letting her stony heart grow harder. Her vanity is no secret, but it's also no lie. She's a beautiful young woman, or became a beautiful young woman after growing through some tough years. She heard every insult under the sun. Pug face, cow, troll. She took the words and locked them away, knowing her day would come. Suddenly, Pansy Parkinson is 15, and she's finally gorgeous, and her long brown hair is flowing down her back in a sheen of perfect silk. But she grabs a clump of it, and it comes apart in her manicured hands. It's summer. She's turning 16 at midnight, and her life may be falling apart. Six years about to start, and Pansy can't stop looking in the mirror. Her skin is paler than ever. The dark circles under her eyes stand out more every day she fails to sleep. The gaunt, frozen beauty she's been cultivating has turned harsh and wraith-like, and she knows it's because she hasn't eaten more than a few bites or slept more than a few minutes in almost a week since the man of her dreams was tortured and branded. She rakes her hands through her hair again, and more strands tangle themselves in her fingers. It's falling out. She comes to a decision and her hands act before her brain has enough time to catch up, and without consciously thinking about it, a severing charm is being applied liberally to her hair. She chops it nearly all the way off. It's now barely longer than her earlobes, shorter in the back than the front, coming to a dramatic point along her jawline. It's longer on the right cheek than her left one, and she leaves it like that. It looks intentional, deliberate, in control. One final touch. From her purse, she fishes out a bottle of hair dye potion, guaranteed to be the longest-lasting dye in the world, and the bottle's so black it's almost blue, and soon her hair is too. She spells it dry, shakes it out, finds her own eyes in the mirror again. It's perfect. 
she can hardly recognize the reflection in the ornate gold mirror. It's a bold new imagining of Pansy Parkinson, and she's never been more dangerous. Or more herself. All I've ever known is how to hold my own. Written by Literally Literary. Read by Victoria Rose Black. Chapter 1. Pansy donned her perfectly pressed Slytherin robes and straightened her prefect badge on her chest. She had the house elves take the robes in tighter in the chest, making her breasts and the badge stand out, especially since she expected all eyes to be drawn upward with her fierce new haircut. She was still extremely thin, but her chest had filled out a little, and she knew how good she looked. She looked down at the badge again and smiled, a genuine smile instead of her usual smirk. She wouldn't admit it, but she was genuinely smiling because she was genuinely proud. Not the sickly, bragging sort of proud, but the honest-to-goodness pride in herself that she had never really felt before. This wasn't about being proud of her blood status, her looks, her family's fame and fortune. This was about something she had earned. She was the one chosen out of all of her dorm mates to represent them. She was even chosen over Daphne Greengrass, the tiny, perfect, blonde little wonder. Pansy liked Daphne most out of all the other Slytherin six-year girls. That wasn't hard when her only choices were Tracy and Millicent. But she still rolled her shoulders back and stood taller at the thought of finally doing something better than her. Someone had seen something in her, an ability to lead or inspire, and she was going to prove herself. She was appointed as the best of the girls in her year, and she would prove herself worthy of the position. And she had been allowed to keep the badge even after the unfortunate incident with the inquisitorial squad the year before. It wasn't her fault that Umbridge had turned out to be an actual child-torturing troll. Pansy just thought it would be about detentions and points-taking and more power over her classmates. A soft knock on the door startled her, and Pansy let out a sharp sigh before demanding to know who was there. Posey Parkinson, Pansy's mother, let herself into the room. She walked in complete silence, even on the dark hardwood floors. She had perfect posture and a resting stare so cold it made everyone shiver unconsciously, even Pansy's father. Pansy worshipped her mother. Yes, mother? Is something the matter? It's nearly 10.30, Pansy. It's time to leave. Are your things packed? You know you can't always trust a house elf to remember everything. I double-checked everything this morning. All my clothes and school bricks are inside the trunk, and one of the elves took it to the fireplace. My school bag's packed with all my potions and personals. Posey looked her daughter up and down, and the smallest frown crossed her brow before disappearing into blankness as quickly as it had come. Your robes are too tight. It's making you look like a sausage about to burst out of its casing. Either loosen them or lose some weight. I won't have you looking like some common harlot. Pansy looked down, and she felt her face get hot. Yes, mother. I'll have an elf fix them right away. Posey nodded and then swept out of the room without looking behind her or making a single sound. Pansy watched her mother leave with a sinking feeling in her heart. Her mother had said nothing about her haircut, her birthday, or her prefect badge. After collecting herself and adjusting her robes so they looked looser around her chest, Pansy hunched in on herself to make her breasts look smaller and went downstairs, stopping for a moment as she closed the door to look back at her room. She caught her own eyes in the large, ornate, gold-framed mirror on the opposite wall, the mirror that had been her constant companion all summer long. She hardly recognized herself, and she loved it. Without thinking too hard or stopping to think about the consequences, Pansy drew her wand and fired off a powerful bombarda into the mirror, 
shattering it into a hundred million pieces. Each piece rang like crystal and pierced the silence of the manor home. Every shard danced off the hardwood floor and settled among the fibers of the ancient, priceless Persian rug at the foot of her bed. A handful of shards landed at her feet, and Pansy picked one up, feeling the sharp edge against her palm. It stung and bit at her skin. Good. She slipped the shard into her robe pocket next to her wand. She laughed icily and slammed the door behind her, snapping for her house elf to start the cleanup before her father could find the mess. <laughs>